Welcome everybody to the Super Larios Mala Super Show. We're back with no cousins around. <laughs> I say this knowing the 50th episode will be out by now. Having not checked behind the couch. Yeah. Oh, Sean's still back here. Hey guys. What's up, Shawnee Boy for life? Shawnee Boy's just gonna hang out here. So his jokes aren't going to make sense, because this episode's going to come out before the first one was just Sean on it, so... Oh, really? Yeah. Because I'm still in the process of editing this. Oh, okay. So, the 50th one will be out by now, obviously, but then this one will come out after that. This is to keep your Daredevil review somewhat fresh? <laughs> yeah, so people are like, Daredevil Season three is about to come out. Did you guys even try? Like, well... Nobu's back again. <laughs> Which seems so hard, considering the way things ended. So... <clears throat> You just finished Daredevil, yeah. Season two. Obviously, spoilers aplenty. If you haven't finished Daredevil season two, mm-hmm. stop the podcast now. Or if you're going to watch it at some point in the advanced future, uh, how did you enjoy it? I thought it was excellent. Second season, I I really I loved it. Honestly, in comparison to the first season, I think it's much better than the first season. Really, I, I've heard a lot of mixed thoughts on it. Really? Yeah, I, I myself am a little conflicted. I like parts of it a lot like i think the stuff with punisher far exceeds anything the first season did like i'm mm-hmm. like it just nails it perfectly it's the electra stuff like any stuff with the hand i just i started to tune out on yeah and i, I think you are right i think they're going to become like the hydra of that specific series because i'm sure they're not done no even I'm if sure nobu's gone i'm sure because that one chick with the red hair for some reason who Ty- we... typhoid mary i'm pretty oh sure is that, that who that I is think that's, that's supposed to be it's too much of a character to like to like the one white chick in a group of an entire Asian yeah. like foot soldier clan with bright red hair who has speaking roles but no one names. I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be Typhoon. Yeah, she is a daredevil person, right? Yeah. Doesn't she make you sick? Another thing, like she kisses you and you something get the plague like or something. I mean, I, maybe that'll be something she gets that power next season or something like that. Uh, or maybe they'll save her for some other show because they are doing all the casting and everything like that for. Iron Fist right now. I, I, it's just that thing where I'm like, I just, I feel like Daredevil's so great with like the gritty city, like Batman, essentially yeah. Batman, but that aspect of it, and you could just leave the fucking ninjas in New York shit to Iron Fist when you know you're yeah. gonna do that series, and you know we're gonna have to sit to them again anyway. Yeah, like I get it. Electra's a huge part of Daredevil's character, and you can incorporate a little bit of it, but it was it was the part that always dragged the series down for me. I'm like. When she's literally dragging him away from scenes with Punisher. On like a dog collar. Like, like, no! (laughs) This is kind of the biggest case of my life. His, like, accent, which I feel it definitely, like, the English side bursts through. I I do think his accent's a little shaky, Matt Murdock, but he's like, no, we've got to get back and work on this case. (laughs) It's a bit all over the place at times, yeah. It's a strange voice for him. Mm -hmm. Because it's not quite American. Like, it's definitely, like... You're at least second generation American at this point. Yeah. Your dad certainly didn't have a hint of an accent. And you didn't have one when you were a kid, apparently, at flashbacks. No, this was... I like the second season so much that I feel like I'll have to give Iron Fist a, sh- a chance, at least. I'm going to give all of them a shot. I mean, I like uh, I like Jessica Jones. I might bail on Luke Cage's <laughs> solo project. Um, I feel like I got enough of him. You know what, if I like Iron Fist enough, then it, it's kind of, it'd be kind of ridiculous not to watch the only one, like the, the one. The of, one dude, yeah. they'd be like, I saw Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Captain America, 
I didn't see Thor. Who cares? Yeah. Like, but which would be Avengers. the most likely one you'd skip. Yeah, like. but, but I'll see Avengers. Yeah. I'll just, I can pick up his story. He's a god or something born from clay. Like, yeah. No, that's Wonder Woman. <laughs> Has problems with his mother Hera. Yeah, I got it. How is? How did you love that scene with Matt Murdock and Kingpin? And oh, I love it. That yeah. is maybe my. I know I love that scene of the Punisher in the graveyard and the one batch, two patch, penny to dime, like just breaking my heart. But that scene of Kingpin where he just whips the fucking yeah. handcuffs straight off, just slams at Murdoch's face and Abel's like, don't ever threaten me! This is my city! When you assume the original plan was like, alright, don't tip your hat that you're in control in this yeah. prison. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just play it cool, let this guy, I think he gets what he wants, but yeah. you've got everything on. Yeah, just make oh, it... you threatened Vanessa for something! <laughs> <laughs> like again, the Russian kid all over again. Yeah, but then I guess, I feel like he does, I mean, Murdoch kind of just lets him attack him, but he puts in a couple of self-defense moves that it feels like Kingpin's like, hmm. It's definitely a power move, though, on Kingpin's part to just be like, I, one, this, these this fucking shackles are, you know, yeah. symbolic. I'm just, I can rip these off at any yeah. time I fucking want and get out of here any yeah. time I want. Yeah. So. It's excellent. The Kingpin stuff was, was phenomenal. You know, he's only in a couple episodes. Mm. Um, prominently featured in one. The other one, I think it's just, I think it's just that scene with Murdoch. Yeah, it's it. That's basically the end of his character in this season. But yeah, it, like the first entry, you see like him having to take off his clothes and leaving, taking the stupid cuffs off, and then what Manny from fucking Boardwalk Empire comes in like, "Hey, fatty, what's up?" Is that? Oh the, yeah, is the, that Manny? Yeah, it's wow. Manny. <laughs> I, I got too distracted by the fact that, like, Kingpin starts up his new organization with, like, the Malcolm X of his unit. Yeah. <laughs> like, it is kind of weird. Some, like, super intelligent, but still, like, sleeveless, uniformed, super buff black guy. Yeah. In it's a like, weird frame where I'm two black... white guys are vying for control of prison. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Black Wesley, and I'm going to team you up with two of my black brothers. <laughs> Immediately. I think they were Hispanic, weren't they? <laughs> like, the Vargas brothers or something. They definitely looked... No, maybe. Not white, Mikey. Yeah. That's the only other color <laughs> I see. That's the thing, yeah. There's black and there's white. Everything else, you pick a side. Immediately that guy's like, don't even think about it, Tubbs. <laughs> it's like, oh. And then when that guy's like dying in the hospital and Kingpin's like, I'm just going to sit here, eat, eat my super rich fancy dinner and watch you die. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. Like, oh boy, I understand the process can be quite long and painful, but I'll be here to keep you company. Yeah. It doesn't like doesn't milk like he doesn't. It sounds so genuine to yeah. like. I am truly sorry for everything that you're going through, but don't worry, I'll be here to keep. You <laughs> it's great. Room. It's perfect for oh, that the character. Steak could use a little bit more juice. I'll just put it in there. It's all the cool stuff we saw at a kingpin like the first five episodes of the first season, and then immediately goes down the toilet as soon as he gets a girlfriend. Yeah. Well, I think that girlfriend part's still going to play into it. Because I do like the behavior sure she will. channels from Vanessa's name being brought up. Yeah. I'm so, oh, I'm sure she'll come up again. Yeah. But... And then like... the scene with Punisher's great, too. Like, I mean, you could tell, like, Punisher unshackled probably would kill him. But, I mean, he hits him, like, flush several times and it still doesn't knock him down. Yeah, he's still <laughs> just, like, he's still standing up there like, what? <laughs> are you quite done? Everyone else is like, are you really going to meet with him alone like this? <laughs> you can leave. <laughs> I, I love that scene. Um, I do wish Punisher had had more of, like, a final scene with Daredevil. Especially in the final episode. It was episode, pretty weak. Yeah. Where you're just, like, he's just, like, on the rooftop. Not even with the minigun, either. Like, you see him carried around for, like, three different scenes, but then he goes up there with the sniper... I was 
I know it's like the, the comic book nerd in me, but I was like, I almost would have loved a scene where it's like Daredevil, Punisher, and Elektra walking into that final battle together. That I thought that was going to happen. I mean, it's cool that he still looks out for him, like, see you around, Red, as he presumably walks off into his own series. Yeah. It's kind of weird, like, because what's a, Karen has that last scene with him where he drags off uh, Clancy Brown, who I guess the blacksmith. Yeah. Uh. I'm done with you if you kill him. Like, two seconds later, kaboom, he's dead. And then all of a sudden, she sees him shoot a couple of people on the roof, and she's like, way to go, Punisher, you're back! <laughs> I think she's still not going to try to save him, though. Do you think she liked him? I don't think she was in love with him, but I think she was... It probably would have if it had gone, if it had, like, continued forward, but mm. I don't think he was interested in it. Yeah. He did he. She definitely was, like, not throwing herself at him, but it was close enough that if he had made a move, I'm sure it would have happened, but he clearly had no interest in it. Mm-hmm. I almost imagine that at this point, for Punisher to really work, he kind of almost has to be, like, asexual at this point. Like, yeah. he doesn't really have, like, emotions anymore. If every, if or a girlfriend that dies in, like, two episodes. Yeah, like, I, I almost feel like he can't have... Like, if your entire crusade is based upon your old family dying and that hanging on to that's the only reason, really, why you keep going... Mm-hmm. Almost having another family felt like it would kind of cheapen that a little bit, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think they did it well in the uh, the Thomas Jane one, where like she's con- like Rebecca Romaine Stamos is constantly like kind of not throwing herself at her, but like making it known like, hey, I think you're kind of cool, and he's just kind of rebuffing her. Yeah, but, that like, seems like a little bit of what happens here. He yeah. seems like he, he teases with her, but it's never anything more than just like kind of like a pure fa- uh, friendly sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was a little like the his last scene's not there's not much to it. It, it the, that part, but knowing that he's going to have his own spinoff, you're like that. Yeah, because that's that's the one thing you get out of it too is he breaks the photo, picks up the the disc that says Micro, I think on it, and Micro's like one of Punisher's main secondary characters, like his basically like his, oh like the nerdy guy, that... yeah, like his tech guy, pulls some figure stuff out, who's actually name dropping Agents of Shield like in its first seasons. So. Really? Yeah, it's one of those things we've never like, seen. What's that? No, nah, never, never actually seen in the show itself. Which is getting its own spinoff series with Mockingbird and Hunter. Mm. Most Marvel's Most Wanted, I think it's called, which I'm already a little skeptical about. Like, <laughs> oh wow, you took the two characters without powers from the show that was starting to get powers for <laughs> another show with people without powers? Okay. <laughs> and then there's some ABC vehicle. I think it used to be called ABC Family. Now it's called like ABC Freefall or Freeform or something like that. Was that their online streaming one? Or? No, I think it's an actual channel. It used to be ABC Family, but I guess oh, it's called okay. that now. And it's more like uh, young adult themed sort of shows and shit like that. And they're apparently getting a Cloak and Dagger series already like greenlit. Huh. Okay. So there'll be a lot more Marvel television going on. I'm guessing this will be like their kind of um, Flash Arrow sort of show. People with powers, but a lot more like because it's on a network that caters to. And he's like, hey, we don't have to spend a ton of money, and people seem to watch it, so why not? Yeah. But I, I liked uh, I liked a lot of the season, and I I didn't hate uh, Electra herself. Like I thought the actress who played her was phenomenal. Like she just had a very natural charisma to her mm-hmm. that carried what could have been like a really shitty script for her character to something like, oh, it's engaging. Yeah. I like her. She's flirty, but it's fun. It's never like obnoxiously so yeah she was okay she was a little thin for my taste but um yeah i liked her i, I the, think, the, the i didn't think those words could come I out know, of your mouth but it, she does look like bony at times yeah um I, even the character i was okay with 
uh, up until she finds out that she's the black sky, and then it's it feels like it becomes like a like oh. divergent where it's like I'm the chosen one. Yeah, um, and I never. I, this is like the part of Marvel I don't know much about. Like I don't yeah. understand what black skies are. I don't either. Or I know Iron Fist is called the Living Weapon. I guess there's maybe multiples of those. Presumably. I don't know exactly the specifics on that. No, and I kind of got lost during the story that they tell about. I, I guess the it. Hand are the ancient warlords that were just like murdering people across Asia. But is she supposed to be the embodiment of the child that killed them or stopped a bunch of them? I guess. Or are you supposed to assume maybe Stick's a little crazy and not all of it's real? I think it's supposed to that Stick twists the truth to fit his crusade mm-hmm. as need be. But it's one of those things where I'm like, if this were if this were Iron Fist, I'd probably be paying more attention to this. But I'm like, because it's a girl. <laughs> well, no, but I'm like, literally every other character in this show is an outsider to this. Yeah, like everyone, everyone in Matt Murdock's world can understand the Punisher conflict, can understand the Kingpin conflict, and get involved with that. Yeah. I feel like if you take Foggy and you put him into this, he's just going to be like, what the... the yeah. There are ninjas in New York? What are, you, what are you talking? There's a giant pit leading to nowhere and resurrections? What, what is this talking about? I feel like there should have been a scene of like uh, Jessica Jones sitting on a park bench, like drinking whiskey straight out of a bottle, daydreaming about Black Cock, and all of a sudden she's like, well, there's a lot more ninjas in Hell's Kitchen than usual. Oh, well, that's West Hell's Kitchen's problem. Yeah, that's, that's what they'll do. I just handle Northeast Hell's Kitchen. Oh, another... The pizza place, you know. Yeah, the pizza place down to the laundromat. All the murders that happen within those three shopping blocks. Luke Cage's bar? Well, I guess that's gone. So, yeah. whew, my jurisdiction gets smaller. It's one pretty less, stressful. One less thing to have to deal with. I do like, again, and I, I like that they're slowly connecting them more and more, so you get uh, Hogarth in that final episode a little bit. To like connect those two universes, you get Jessica Jones' name dropped a couple times. Maybe I missed that part. Yeah, Foggy has a meeting with Hogarth. Oh, okay, yeah. He becomes a partner with her firm. Yeah, and they mention Jessica a couple times within like throughout the series. Two characters I detest meeting each other. <laughs> well, yeah, I imagine. I guess if it were, if you had a choice, you'd probably be like, I don't know, maybe Karen and the hot sister come together to make out a little bit. Yeah, that'd be fine. I like. I don't. I. Foggy never, ever, ever makes me laugh. Like, watching that show. Yeah. And he's supposed to be the comic relief. Well. hard. I mean, I get he's a deeper character than that, but that's I, still I supposed think, to be a big part of him. I think what it comes down to is the fact that it's that Marvel sense of humor that doesn't necessarily line up with your sense of humor as much. It doesn't line up with mine perfectly either, mm-hmm. but I've kind of learned to, like, just go along with it a lot of the time. Like, you know, Tony, like, uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s Tony Stark can make us laugh. But yeah. That same humor is just going to translate between the movies and the television shows and all that. It just is what it is. So, some people dig it. It's not my sense, but I, I try not to fight them too much on it. It's what Marvel does at this point. Yeah. So, what didn't you like besides Elektra taking, uh, um, kind of moving the storyline closer to the hand and mystical bullshit? And it, it was really it kind of just comes down to that. That mm-hmm. that's really where it hung down because it just it took Matt away from the conflict that I thought was just super compelling and interesting like that that concept of vigilantism especially with civil war coming up it's not directly tying into it but it is playing more and more into it like what responsibilities do vigilantes have to have Mm -hmm. is it right like it almost felt like that episode with him in the graveyard should have been like the season finale or something like that 
Yeah, or I could see that. Like it, like, it felt somewhat final, almost, in a way. And then it just keeps going. And then the question almost stops. Because I don't even think in that final scene, it, it feels like Matt starts killing people again. Or he doesn't seem to have any problem with other people. Like, his whole thing was whenever he's working with someone, like, no killing. Yeah. Like, when I'm when you're working with me, no killing. But and that's why he and Electra don't work well together. Yeah, but there's definitely times. scenes in that final episode where she's just killing hand ninjas left yeah. and right. Yeah, and there's a part, like, after, like, the law firm first dissolves, like I said, he, like, just, he sneaks up on a guy and just hits him across the face so hard with a lead pipe. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. You <coughs> snuck up on him. You could have done anything to that yeah. guy. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not, like, that, that stuff necessarily. It's just, it feels like two different storylines mm-hmm. between these two new characters that introduced that just don't intersect at all. Like... <laughs> There's never a scene where Punisher and Elektra even interact. Like, it's to the point where you're like, are they the same person? Because I've never seen the two of them together in the same place at the same yeah. time. That'd be funny. <laughs> it takes <laughs> off the mask while she's, like, making out with Matt. <laughs> hey, Matt. Yeah, one bitch, two bitch. You can't protect them, Rick. <laughs> if, it, if it had been one season of Punisher and then one season that was all Elektra... I'd probably have been fine with it. And you like your B story, you just throw some like, I don't know, bullseye or something like that. And yeah. I think I'd been all for it then. Mm. And just the fact that there was two stories going on that took characters away from one and the other. And I guess it's fine with the electro one to take like Karen away from that. Cause what can she really add again? Yeah. whole mystical ninja shit. But it sucked having all this Punisher stuff going on and Matt just barely is involved with it. Yeah. And you're like, at that point you should have the Punisher series. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they couldn't predict. And I'll say, I don't remember the last time I've said about this, but this feels like the role that, like, what's it, John Barenthal? Is that John Barenthal or something like that? Yeah, very close. This feels like the role he was, like, born to play. He is He's astonishing in it. He nails absolutely, like, every part of it. <clears throat> Just that intensity he brings, like, mm-hmm. the, the capability of it. Like, oh, I'm He's just... big enough, but he's not, like, crazy <laughs> big that, like, there's no way that guy could go anywhere without, like... yeah. Like, he has that kind of look to him. That, like, it's that thing... He's I not guess, John Cena walking around, like, just trying to be a normal guy. Yeah, and, like, it's the moment when I heard the casting tale. I was like, oh, they fucking got that, too. Because mm-hmm. when you think of the character, Shane, and Walking Dead, you're like, I can 100% see that just becoming the Punisher. Yeah, the means justify... Mm-hmm. Or the ends justify the means. Just a slightly more heroic version. I mean, I do like that they they go out of their way to still show Punisher can be a hero. And he is trying to help people. His end goal is to put bad guys down, but... Yeah. He's still an anti-hero more than just being a villain of some mm-hmm. kind. So I'm excited for him to get his own series. They haven't announced it yet, but I'm almost... Seems like it has to happen. I'm almost 100% positive it's going to happen. That seems to be I like think, the rave review everybody has about yeah, it. Yeah. I think I heard before the series had even come out, they were considering it. Like, I heard a rumor that they're considering it based off his uh, performance in it. So I'm sure they're probably working on one now. And it feels like in one, that one courtroom scene, he figured out Matt Murdock's Daredevil. I think so. And I think he just didn't care. Yeah. I think or he's like, hey, I get it. Yeah. That's your <laughs> Keep yeah. it to myself. Mom's the word. I like, after it. he takes the sniper shots, like, way to go, Matt Murdock, see you later. <laughs> Matt Murdock, attorney of the law. <laughs> like, ah, hey, hey, <laughs> Who's secretly blind, sort of, but not really. <laughs> Sees fire or something. Anyway, he just seems to know a lot of things. I don't know how blindness would really get over. Yeah, I don't know why he knows what colors are, but. <laughs> seems a little bit nonsensical, but hey, what am I supposed to do? And I do like. That at the end of the series, he at least tells Karen, so I'm like, right, okay, good. We can kind of put an end to the, the secret identity thing. 
the people shitting on poor Karen's day every day were like, what's going on? Like, get out of here. Mind yeah, your own business. Things, things are rough. Like, I'm doing everything. Yeah. Everything. I have no law degree. And somehow I'm a journalist. I'm yeah, so hot. Couple things. One, the reveal, like, she looks genuinely surprised at the end when he reveals he's Daredevil. When Daredevil just rescued her from a warehouse, he doesn't disguise his voice as Daredevil, or at least not very well. You can still see the bottom half of his face. He's two feet in front of her. As soon as he un, like undoes her chains, he puts his hand on her face like a lover would. Yeah. And I was like, you didn't figure it out right then? That he was... <laughs> you didn't think it was a little bit suspicious? And then, I like, I wrote this down on my phone right before I went to bed, woke up, and it was a thing like, why the fuck does Karen get that big-ass office all of a sudden? <laughs> Well, I think that... that oh, it's Ben's is... office. Like, so she gets... Oh, yeah, that... Oh, yeah, that is horseshit. I guess it's like... I guess because you're such a good journalist, you'll, you'll cut through the bull... I'm like, wasn't the dude saying this to her, the same one who was shitting on Ben for trying to do the same... I guess yeah. he learned his lesson after Ben died, but it... Still doesn't explain why she gets that yeah, sweet-ass I mean, office. she has literally no credentials. She's <laughs> never written anything in her life. She She's... has no journalism degree. Following article... ass backwards into two, like, okay job, like, the, respectable the, positions. The article she writes at the end sucks. Oh, like, it does yeah, blow. That, that one was like... Oh, a hero. Really... Look into a mirror. You're a New Yorker. Blah, like, blah, blah. Yeah, gobble, I, gobble. Yeah, I get it. I watched the end of Spider-Man 1 yeah. too. When you fight with one New Yorker, you fight with all of us. It's so disgusting. And I don't... Maybe New Yorkers feel differently about it, but it's so cheesy. Yeah, it's always... I can get that sentiment in certain... It has to be, like, executed really well. And the way that article was written... I don't know if and it was... And she's been in New Yorker for, what, six months? Yeah. The run yeah. of the two okay, shows? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it hasn't been absurdly long. But it, it's still, like, uh, I'm not. I'm not crazy excited about that. It's a little heavy-handed. It's like, fine, front page papers. Like, somewhere there's got to be, like, reporters that have been busting their ass the entire life in that Marvel universe. And they're like, wait, whose office does she get? Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Ben's off. I've been typing in the men's room for 17 years. <laughs> 17. Oh, God. <laughs> you know how many times I've had to retype a report because someone just comes in, doesn't look, it takes a dump all over my laptop? My typewriter? <laughs> my ribbon gets ruined. I have to buy a new ribbon. You know where they sell typewriter ribbon? Nowhere. Amazon doesn't carry it, for God's sake! And you give Hottie McNobrains over here the office on day two? I'm writing a great article. We're all New Yorkers. You go, girl. We're all heroes. This Did is bullshit. Oh, don't worry, kid. Here's your Christmas gift. A bottle of bottom shelf vodka. <laughs> Let me go drop off first. A bottle of 30-year-old scotch. There you go, Dots. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, no, it's nice to get away from the... the secret identity thing yeah it's it's easily the most infuriating part of superhero stuff nowadays for me because mm -hmm. it's just it, like we exist in such a world now where i'm like I, it's so hard to believe like someone can literally keep a secret identity unless they have the power to shapeshift or bullshit like that yeah so get rid of that i think would be one big step forward i guess the only person who doesn't know yet now is the the cop get rid of that honestly there's got to be a way to get around the cop character even having him in there and those weird like back and forth like pseudo lame batman kind of exchanges yeah very much it's like a commissioner gordon where's i'm here to help like well you're not supposed to be here to help batman yeah. it's the city we're trying to do things by the book but anyway joker's down at the old <laughs> abandoned smile factory which i feel like you should have been able to figure out yeah <laughs> who else is hanging out there i mean it only you opened... saw the lights on it went out... told you it's abandoned it says it on the sign it only opened six months ago it yeah. went out of business pretty quick well, smile you can't, factory you can't smell smiles, really. <laughs> yeah. 
You can make them yourself pretty easily. I can't. I drink a lot. I feel like we should penalize him just for opening a building that had a gigantic smile <laughs> sign outside. I feel, I feel like, like it was just made for yeah, him. He's, he's not getting as creative as he used to be. <laughs> but now, I still enjoy the season immensely. I, I need to go through... I, I need to like take some time and actually go through Daredevil Season 1 again, Season 2, and Jessica Jones again, I think, and really give those series another watch. Because every time I watch them, it's always been in like weekend bursts and I think it might be better to like give them like a more proper like watch like one a day or one every couple days. Can you imagine if you just did like a true nerd like I'm just gonna watch one a week like a regular TV show. That'd be possible. I wouldn't I would be like halfway through the season. I wouldn't even have gotten to Kingpin yet (laughs) at this point which would have been spoiled to me like back and forth and up and down by like nine different people at this point so. Yeah. But it would help to watch the shows with a lot slower of a pace so you can appreciate episodes and notice things a little bit more, like digest things. Yeah. I would agree. Um, you know what, it, like, my two biggest complaints about the first season, uh, that ninja fight ending the way it did, and then Fist kind of going, kind of spiraling Out of, like, into, like, a yeah. love tornado and, like, losing his edge after, like, you know, a third of the way into the season were probably my biggest complaints about last season. Like, I felt the, the second half of the season's not nearly as good. Um, I Both of them were definitely remedied for me in this season. Mm. You know, I thought it was Fisk's strongest kind of showing so far. Yeah, I mean, they did it in a quick burst, and they still kept what made that character so great. Yeah. Like, that, like, almost childlike innocence in some moments. Like, that, like, big man, like, angry man-child. But mm-hmm. then, like, the, the air of sophistication on top of that. Yeah. That just... Drinking, has, yeah, drinking wine out of a silo cup. Yeah. By, like, two feet away from his toilet. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> he does, like, I feel like he has, like, the opera playing in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it do, he does. So I, I think he was great in there. No, Google, I mean, it's cool seeing him back. Like, that was kind of a cool thing. And yeah, he, he worked. In a couple I, okay fight scenes. He's kind of inconsistent on how good he is. I just, it, it's one of those characters that... I don't, like, I feel like for a comic book, like, I need, like, a an identity to them. Like, just being, like, I'm Nobu the Ninja. Like, is that, you know, like, a cool name or, like, mm-hmm. a uniform or anything? Like, a personality trait or something I can get kind of behind? Because this, like, it's kind of hard to remember much about. Like, it's hard to say anything about Nobu except he's really good ninja. Well, she hints that he might be a lot older than they know. Yeah, he might have some sort of... But then of she says job. decades. She's like, he's got decades of violence behind him. Like, I think so do you, because yeah. you've been doing this since you were like eight. I don't know how old she's supposed to be. I assume she was like late 20s. Maybe. I assume early... Th- I assume early. Matt and her... Well, Matt's probably like, I guess, late 20s or... I had to assume he's late or early 30s. Okay. Because after law school and everything like that. Yeah, yeah, true. And they worked briefly in that one firm for a bit, and it mm-hmm. started like a year and a half later. Plus, I can't buy Charlie Cox and still be in his 20s. That's, <laughs> that's fucking preposterous. Charlie Cox, the millennial. <laughs> yeah. And um, Foggy, too, doesn't... He's probably, like, 30, 31. Yeah, so... Pacing her around the same age works. Um, <laughs> like how... But, uh... Stick, like, 20 years ago. It's like, oh, I combed my hair back then. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now I'm a young, hot stud. Uh, and then the brief Madame Gao cameo. Oh, Yeah. It's like, Which hey, I guess it didn't have to go too far. Stone Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> still two blocks it, away at an old Chinese make, restaurant. Still making a bunch of opium. I guess she just did that because she didn't trust Owsley, so she's yeah. Or we're gonna find out where she's actually from. Like, Which, hey, really... not a bad thing. Don't trust Owsley. Yeah, <laughs> actually, a good decision. <laughs> good for you. 
Um, I'm definitely excited now very much so for season three. Like, I, I'm more pumped for season three after that than I am for, like, I was for season two after the first one ended. Because I'm like, holy shit, I cannot wait to see what Kingpin's going to do when he gets out. Yeah, I can't wait for that. It seems weird that his sentence is not very long. But I, I forget what he was actually convicted of. I think it's just, like, um, embezzlement. embezzlement. Like, the, like a lot of white-collar crime bullshit. Although mm. they threw him into a pretty rough prison. So. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> not a white-collar prison. Yeah, they definitely threw Although him white guys are running things. So. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess it can't be too rough. Although the one guy was in there for the uh, the one black guy wasn't he in there for a century? white collar stuff too yeah, yeah but those two like, yeah but the two Hispanic Hispanic guys these two guys that broke into someone's house and raped a family to death yeah so they're probably not super positive um, I wish they hadn't shown Electra being brought back so like I could have waited a few episodes for that I didn't need to see that right at the end of the episode oh at the end of the season like is yeah. that way to like tease you I mean I guess. I guess they're thinking, like, look... Maybe you can't leave her buried for too long. Well, that and it's also, like, not for nothing, but most comic book fans are going to know that her being resurrected is part of the character, so why try to, like, hide that? Like, it's like the Jon Snow thing, almost. Even, like, a more, like, a less intense version of it, because you're like, but everybody knows in the comic book she does get brought back, and that's part of her character, so... You know what would have been really funny is if, like, after uh, <clears throat> after Punisher, like, sh- snipes those two guys that are fighting uh, Daredevil, and he just does the, like, take care, Red, it'd be Daredevil be like, hey, you interested in some child pornography? <laughs> he chases him going out there. Hey, just want to grab some child pornography? You see him, like, still lock a door. Like, walk over, <laughs> turn a clothes sign on the rooftop. <laughs> hey, no, we don't know each I other. I knew you were into it. Yeah, boy. How do you feel about watching 12-year-olds get raped? It is my favorite. <coughs> one of the best. The funniest, even if it's not intended to be funny. It's, I'm sure it's not. It's about child molestation. Yeah, child pornography. I'm sure it was just a moment to be like, all right, here's like a very quick way to, to start things to be like, all right, Punisher has limits. Like he has things he will not tolerate. Even when he's working with shitty people to do shitty things, there's some stuff he just won't tolerate. But it's just the way it's presented. of just this shady pawn store guy. He's like, yeah, I know I sold this guy a police scanner, my gun, and a videotape, and... He's walking out, like, in a trench coat in the middle of a summer afternoon. But I'm just going to quickly see if he wants child pornography real quick. And it's like, he asks him, like, hey, I got some porn if you want some. I got old ladies. I got BDSM. Oh, a child porn. I'll just throw out child pornography. He's like, this girl couldn't be older than 12. (laughs) Throw out an age, too. Not even, like, yeah, it's a little, yeah, it's a little, yeah. 17 gray. In some states, when you think about it, in Japan, she'd be perfect. She'd be almost old, but... Hey, twelve-year-old! <laughs> I think that's legal nowhere, except for like we in Saudi Arabian countries. It's baffling. What, like, how did you make it this far in life, making decisions like that? Like, it's such a huge store too. It's not like a tiny little shitty pawn shop and like next to a carpet place and like a gas station. Guy did not show any interest in any movies, <laughs> child didn't, pornography or otherwise. Didn't ask for it. Didn't suggest he was like a creep. It's like he can't. He's like, mm, I need some duct tape and <laughs> fucking yeah. like a lollipop. <laughs> like, can't ask you for a police scanner, your shotgun ammunition, yeah, and the video. Your game. sole means of defending yourself. <laughs> That guy's great. Yeah, that he. I mean, I'm sure he's dead, but he needs to be oh, back so, in every season, of every dead. show. Just comes back with like, a bunch of red, like black eyes, and like the next season when fucking Daredevil walks into the place, like, "Hey, Daredevil, <laughs> you trusted some child pornography?" You know what? It only works once out of every two thousand times, but when it does, I make fourteen dollars. <laughs> Good ching. <laughs> 
That's product that's not getting moved otherwise. He makes so much money off that gun deal. Like, why? He why? thousands off that. He just threw money at you. I mean, granted, it's illegal Irish He might have come money. back. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, that guy's great. Um, I wrote this down. I'm not sure it's a sticky point, now that I think about it. But uh, when that, like, French assassin comes after uh, Electra at the airport. And the dude, like, tells her, open, like, I'm here to kill you. Yeah, well, when after she's defeated him, and he has, like, a, a sigh in his heart and one in, like, through his back and through his lungs, and he's like, she doesn't even ask him, he's like, stick to sent me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I had been him, and I'd be like, you sent me out here to kill your disciple. Didn't mention she's also pretty awesome. I told him this was a bad like, idea. Like, he gets in the car, he's like, well, what do we do now? He's like, time to stop fucking around with these youngsters. It's a gang together. Like, is your gang just this one shitty French assassin who couldn't feed Electra? And the two guys that died in the car, like, almost immediately? Yeah, no. They suck. Your yeah. gang blows. Yeah, it's not very impressive. But I get, I could see being, you know what, fuck stick. <laughs> I'm dying, who cares? Yeah, fuck this guy. Uh, so yeah, that's Punisher Season 2. Very good. Um... I still like... I'll even, go... Even for all my complaints... I'll go four and a half stars out of five. Yeah, I'd probably be like four stars out of five. I, I liked it a lot. I, I The Punisher stuff for me is five out of five, definitely. Mm. And the Electra stuff in its own season probably could have been very good. I just think the two of them together, did they didn't gel. Yeah. It was very clear like two separate stories being told together concurrently over a season. Mm -hmm. With not enough side characters really spread between them. I can't imagine a world where Matt Murdock's, Matt Murdock's an ex, a successful attorney on his own. Because he doesn't show up for anything unless no. he gets a call from Foggy or Karen. Yeah, but I mean, if, if both of them know who he is now, but I mean, the end of it's not. It's not like Matt shows up to the place, shows you know, reveals he's Daredevil, and that's it. Like, it's not like he's like, and we're getting the law firm back together. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like he does anything like that. Like, presumably, that is the end of Nelson and Murdoch. Now, I don't know if he goes on to like try to partner up with somebody else or what. But no, I like that. Um, Murdoch and Castle. That'd be a pretty sweet name for a law firm. I mean, it would be. He's got no law degree. <laughs> Doesn't seem and, to stop Karen and from succeeding in life. And he's very openly the Punisher. It's not like an alias yeah. for him. It's it's very. He's, everyone knows Frank Castle is the Punisher, and he's broken out. Hey, look. It certainly hasn't stopped Karen from achieving lofty goals. Yeah. Uh, that chick next season, like I'm a judge, <laughs> yeah, stumbles her way into being like the oh, mayor. I'm a nanoscientist. Oh, the mayor. Because <laughs> <laughs> this horseshit. Like, I love your gumption, kid. How would you like to be on the Supreme Court? I don't... Could I possibly? Like, here, take take the old Supreme Court's office. It's like, Ruth Bader Ginsburg's like, Ah! Oh, waited so long for that! Get out of here, you old bag of bones. Something... Time for something nice and hot. Hey, she's got six months of paralegal experience. <laughs> the assistant paralegal experience. Because <laughs> legally, she probably can't call herself a paralegal. Legally, she has no degree and hasn't passed the bar, so... Still has a Nebraska driver's license. <laughs> um, so there'll be... They haven't, confirmed, they haven't announced much of it yet, but I assume there'll be a Daredevil Season 3. Yeah. Like, the, the Punisher, st the, the Kingpin stuff, it, it all but confirms it. Mm -hmm. um, there'll almost likely be a Punisher series now. Um, that's and now Hell's Kitchen has to be super open for criminals. Yeah. Because I, I don't wear this, like, black... It's, it feels weird. Like, how are... Like, how is the blacksmith operated and no one's heard of him? Um, yeah, they mentioned that it's... I guess he has military connections that are enough to hide his identity. But, but now, like, the field's got to be completely open. Wide open now, yeah. Biker gang's done. The Yakuza has to be dead, right? Yeah, <laughs> they, they've handled all the Yakuza ever now at this point. Um, 
There'll be Jessica Jones season two, and then the only things that are announced right now, obviously, Luke Cage comes out late September, I think. Iron Fist comes out at some point with the the Loris Tyrell as, as Danny Rand. Um, the prettiest Iron Fist ever. One of the Sand Snakes is the love interest in it too. Hopefully, the hot one. Uh, I've seen pictures. She's pretty cute. Of the th- like the one that was flirting with Braun. She looks a little bit Asian in the images I've seen of her. Uh, see, of the three that we saw, I remember that being like the only really hot one. But yeah, but I, I don't. One's wearing like a full-on burka. One's... Well, I don't even remember the Asian one. Like she's definitely Asian, and she's okay. playing an Asian character in this. So I'd have to almost see her again. But I keep hearing like and fellow Game of Thrones co-star so and so, and I'm like, ooh. And every time I look at, it, I'm like, oh right, you're one of the Sand Sisters, apparently, or Sand Snakes. Yeah. Uh, and then Defenders comes out at some point. They That'd be cool if he, like, show. shits on her. Like, Dorn sucks. She's like, we haven't even been to the Reach. You go fuck off. <laughs> so, there's some good stuff coming, but I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, should mention, do you want to bring up any DC stuff? While we're on the topic of superhero stuff, so Terry can just be like, 30 minutes in, I'm still skipping! Uh, I heard a rumor somewhere that I guess the guy that's directing Aquaman, they're like, "What it, you know? What's the theme going to be?" He's like, "Swashbuckling." I mean, that could be a fun type of movie, but I don't like see Pirates of the Caribbean. Do you but mean, I don't or? see Aqu- especially the Aquaman we see in Batman or Superman doesn't seem very swashbuckling and fun. I mean, it's <laughs> definitely him like posing in front of a camera, like mm-hmm. it's like a Head and Shoulders commercial. Yeah, like, it's essentially, yeah, it's like Troy Polamalu swam out of the boats. Is like, hey, everybody. Um, I mean, that could be fun. I always thought like it would be cool to like just have like a visually spectacle kind of movie because if you're playing with the idea of like a city art, it's like. You know, that's where you can almost let your imagination go crazy. You can just make an Avatar-like movie. Like, here's a bunch yeah. of crazy-ass fish in weird locations and shit mm-hmm. like that. So I always thought that'd be kind of cool, but... I could... A swashbuckling it seems like it'd be fun. I just don't see what that character would yeah. need. Like, you... Swashbuckling kind of implies, like, fun and goofiness, which is definitely not what the not DC... Not the DC theme. Well, did you hear that Suicide Squad's apparently doing millions of dollars with the reshoots to add more jokes into it? After really? After Batman vs. Superman's response and the fact that... Everybody was like, oh, that trailer looks so great for Suicide Squad. And they were like, well, that was actually all the jokes that yeah, were yeah, yeah. Oops. So I uh, guess we'll add a couple more of those in there. Why would it take DC so long to learn that? Like, oh, people want... Like, I get it. Like, if a perfect world where you're only making the movie for me, I'm fine with less jokes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, obviously that's not who you're going for. Like, if it's just me, Guardians of the Galaxy would have made nothing. And just... <laughs> Yeah, they're just like, I mean, yeah, Dance Battle, that's ridiculous. They <laughs> yeah. got all these songs. Can we not have a raccoon in this one? Yeah. Exactly. Why does he have to talk? Yeah. Why is the tree back? Why couldn't you just let that lovable tree character die? <laughs> They're like, Michael, you're really just tearing this MCU apart. You're like, why doesn't Captain America just die? Everybody should just die. Yeah. Fine. Sooner or later. Yeah. And we just bring bad Daredevil into this universe. Maybe have him dress all in black, have him give a cape. Maybe you could a use a theme. little more. They need somebody like me. They're like, why don't we just kill Hawkeye? Why is this like... <laughs> well, let's see, because uh, reviews for Civil War have come out now. They release the embargo on that crazy early because it doesn't even come out in the UK for like two weeks and then it's in the UK for a week before it opens here and the reviews for it right now are pretty excited like super stellar on it oh cool the thing that had me most shocked is people were like yeah Black Panther's amazing in the movie and a lot of people were like Spider-Man's great 
And then it's crazy is they're like Spider-Man's in it a lot. Like I huh. thought he's a cameo in the movie. Yeah. I thought he was going to be in like that one scene. Apparently it's like you get like 10 minutes of Peter Parker in the movie and like 20 minutes of Spider-Man in the movie. Like a solid Interesting. in there. So I'm pretty pumped. Everyone, like almost every review I've seen has been like it's super, like that airport scene, like it's incredible. Oh, that should be good. So hopefully that's... That is decent. I something's got to lift Christopher's spirits after <laughs> Batman vs Superman. It keep, it, it, I keep forgetting that's coming out soon. Like it's less than a month away now. Yeah, like it just doesn't hit me yet. I keep thinking like May, man, that's forever away. That'll be fun. It should be. Um, did you want an update on Batman vs Superman? Yeah, it's the it's box going. office. Uh, it did not win number one at the box office this week. Apparently, that can't be great. The uh, estimate says uh, Melissa McCarthy's new comedy, The Boss, beat it. Oh, uh, Less than fifty thousand dollars. Okay. So it pulled in about twenty three million, twenty three and a half million dollars uh, this weekend. So in total, it's made l- a little under three hundred million in the U.S. Ooh. Um, and let's see if it's updated. It's domestic yet, or it's a foreign. Uh, it doesn't look like it's updated to foreign yet, but it's right now sitting on box office mojo at $783 million. Okay. And what did it cost, you think, with advertising, like five or six? I heard an article, I read an article on Forbes where they predicted the movie would need to make at least $800 million to break even. Hmm. That was, like, their thought on, I guess, between advertising and everything like that. So it's, it's not a great place right now. It's going to make its money back. Yeah. It's still... I, I think it hasn't opened in China yet. I'm not actually 100% certain in that, but I don't think it's open there yet, and it's still got a couple more weeks. I feel like so there's a Chinese be... version where Marcy lives. <laughs> and is the main character. She's the <laughs> yeah. um, So it's still got a long time to make a lot of money back, but it had a pretty steep drop-off two weeks mm-hmm. ago. That was where it dropped like 70% over its opening week. It's continuously kind of going down. But thankfully right won't put the brakes on the entire DC universe. I did hear a rumor they're considering... Postponing Wonder Woman? <laughs> <laughs> no, not get postponed. But I did hear some something that said they may not go ahead with every movie they talked about thus far. A.K.A. Cyborg. It's, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Cyborg. if you're going to get rid of one, get rid of Cyborg right now. I like Cyborg, a character. I couldn't give less of a shit yeah. about that movie. He's not the kind of character I'm like, let me sit there two and a half hours of this. He had his own storyline in Teen Titans, the TV show, and I gave no fucks about it with Brother Blood. Zero fucks. Absolutely didn't, zero. Didn't give a single fuck. All the characters to have their own solo thing. His, actually, the Beast Boy stuff. <laughs> but the Raven stuff was great. With Trigon and the evil Slade. You still never really watched that show, though, right? No. The, the Teen Titans cartoon. I need to show you at least a couple episodes of it. Because the Slade in that show... Is to this day one of my favorite villains. Doesn't talk fourteen. No, he's. There are a couple scenes of him and Tara that are a little bit not like suggestive because it was a kids show, but yeah. it's definitely like all right. I could see if you're not name. her dad. Yeah. Stop doing this. <laughs> but he is absurdly intimidating in that show. He's to this day probably my favorite comic book villain ever portrayed. He's just so he's so intimidating and just douchey and evil. And, it's Ron Perlman. Yeah, Ron Perlman voices him and just perfect in it the way he does it. He's great. And it was either him or Clancy Brown. Yeah, he's great. Now, I'd, I'd have to, like, guide you to what episodes to watch, because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, it's a sweet slate episode. Yeah, yeah, the next three are about Control Freak, saying him into the television universe, and then Mad Ma, Mad Matt, or not, what's his name? Mad... Mad Ming? No, Mad... Mard, or... It's, it's like a weird British term. Ah, oh, fuck, 
I forget. It's like a mad something like that. But he's like some like clockwork orange hypnotist kind of oh, wacky okay. motherfucker. But he talks like fucking Austin Powers. Like, oh, Robin, we're going to have to get zappy over here. Like, <laughs> you dirty bird, you. Yeah, Mike, Mike you might like dig, dig those episodes as much. But the track, the, the Slade stuff's great. Let's check it out. I mean, I'd sat through all of Young Justice, so <laughs> it'd be weird of me to shit on Teen Titans. Like, that's for kids. I mean, you do have to get used, you would have to get used to the fact it was a lot more heavily inspired off of anime. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more, like, Japanese-style humor and shit like that in there, despite the fact it was made by an American studio. But, um, I still think you'd enjoy the Slate stuff, in it, at least. I'll check it out. Alright. Always good to see Ron Perlman still working. And Clancy oh, Brown, still, too, getting that. Still working. I mean, the show's been off air for, like, ten years now. I mean, I guess he still may show up in the cartoon. I feel like it had to been him and Clancy Brown auditioning for the Blacksmith part. Probably, yeah. They probably run into each other quite a bit. Which is weird. He's also into DC shows as well. Is he? Yeah, he's, um... I think you may have even seen him in an episode. <clears throat> he was in that Gorilla Grodd He was Lex Luthor for a long time, wasn't he? In the, like, mm-hmm. in the Superman I animated so, series. Yeah. yeah. He was, uh, he was, a uh, army general in... <laughs> Flash for a little bit. Oh, that makes he was, sense. He was there with, um, in an episode with Gorilla Grodd. And I think he gets killed. He gets, like, thrown into the sewers at one point. If you ever get bored, look up a clip of him doing, uh, Mr. Krabs. It's so bizarre to watch him, like, Oh, yeah, I can't on. even, like, con- I can't even comprehend that dude just put on a voice, like, hey, g- 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 <laughs> you're going to make some money and try to make $5. dollars <laughs> <Me> money! <laughs> it's like, that's the joke I, like, have to forget to feel when, like, Spongebob was a silly show for kids. I'm like, it was hilarious. That's <laughs> yeah. me, one of my favorite jokes from the show. Like, Spongebob buys a bomb and a pie for $25, tells Mr. He tells Mr. Crab off screen to see his reaction, and the first thing he's outraged about, $25! <laughs> a bomb! The Krusty Krab! <laughs> $25! It's like, ah, oh, he's uh, a great character. That show is great. Uh, WrestleMania's just come by. Come, came and went. Uh, beyond all... Somebody mentioned that. Oh, I think Dad did. He's like, yeah, I heard The Rock's back. No. <laughs> the Rock was at WrestleMania in a segment I've heard universally despised. Really? Yeah. Another, like, it was an absurdly long... It was... You know, usually, like, WrestleMania, we go, like, maybe to 11... 05 apparently it went to like 11 30 and a big mm. part of that was like the rock had like a 20 minute fucking bit with the wyatt family that went nowhere and john cena came out and no one gave a fuck both guys on their way out yeah i mean rock really rock's already. not even in the way out he's gone yeah. just comes back for wrestlemania to make a shit ton of money and yeah. leave again um but uh all hand reports say shane mcmahon's match with the undertaker pretty awful really yeah, not interesting but it all led up to the point where shane mcmahon actually did the elbow drop off the steel cage mm-hmm. down in a cell which i assume nobody would do again after mm-hmm. they were like that's super dangerous yeah especially for a 40 year old guy who probably hasn't been tearing up the gym since yeah. he's been gone and he lost that match so that was a whole thank big, god a whole big, like, <laughs> waste of an entire thing like uh, and supposedly they un like the whole thing was if Shane wins he gained control back of Raw from his dad. Which is the only reason I thought maybe he would win. So the next night on Raw, Vince is like, Alright, Shane, well you lost, but I'm gonna be a big dickhead and say you can run it for tonight if you want to <laughs> So it's like what was even the point of the yeah. match? <laughs> um there was a ladder match where like the seven person intercontinental title ladder ladder match they kinda do now. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, guess who won that of the people on the list? Is like Kevin Owens, someone else. I don't know if you know him very no. much. Sami Zayn. Uh, Dolph Ziggler was in it. Uh, Miz. Zack Ryder, the woo-woo-woo guy. Oh, wow. And uh, not Sin Cara. No, it was Sin Cara. Sin Cara was the other guy in there. Uh, I'm going to say Dolph Ziggler. Uh, woo 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 guy won it. Really? <laughs> yeah, the, the guy who used to Does come he's... out in the half pants. Okay, he doesn't anymore. <laughs> no, but he's just full trunks now. He won it, and I guess it was, it was kind of like a cool thing because he's almost he's a guy that like the internet likes a lot because he used to make like online like, internet rest like an internet show while he was working there, and that kind of got him a push. Mm-hmm. And then the WWE just kind of shit all over him from there. They didn't like that he got over on his own, so like his entire story's been him getting fucked over. And I was like. Oh, cool, he finally got a WrestleMania moment, got to hug his dad in the ring because his dad was a big fan. Oh, uh, okay. Next down in Raw, lost the title to Vince. Uh, oh, <laughs> wow. But uh, I, I I kind of like, that was the only match I actually saw. I watched that and like a couple minutes of something. I watched like part of the AJ Styles-Chris Jericho match. Mm. But I watched uh, that and I was like, eh, okay, I'll kind of see what the response online was. I was immediately like, oh, this is why I stopped watching wrestling. Because there's so much bitching of everything. Like, I like that wrestling. I like the, the ladder match. It was decent. Mm-hmm. They but, usually are. Yeah. Somebody was angry because they, they now finally, they got rid of the Divas title. They added the, they made it the women's title again. And they made they got rid of that big stupid butterfly yeah. belt. And it's now it now looks like the world championship title. You said it's white, Just right? with like white, a white strap and like a red background on the belt. So it actually looks pretty sweet. So it's the women's championship now, and this was like three women in the match who are like considered to be really good wrestlers now. Like they're beyond the point of WWE just having like a bunch of models who like to walk around and yeah. attire. Like hair, like my finisher is a hair pull. Like Arr! yeah, Stacy Keebler days are over. Yeah. So they have that match, and people are upset because the person going into it is the champion was Charlotte uh, Flair, Ric Flair's daughter, mm-hmm. who's a heel. So she has Ric Flair come to the ring down with her. And he always cheats and help her, helps her win a match. Yeah. So people are angry. They're like, she won the match. And people are bitching. They're like, oh, Charlotte needed a man to help her win the women's championship. <laughs> I'm like, she's a heel. How do you not? Like, yeah. I don't. It's the thing she does. How many male heels have had women managers help them win matches? Yeah. Like, it's it's one of those things. I'm like, I don't get how you can still be finding an issue. with Like, it's just the nonstop bitching. It's, I, I, it's why I can't get into wrestling anymore. I just, I can't put up with the, uh, the community. There's way too much just constant need to find an issue with fucking everything. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, that cigar's really a, a time consumer, huh? Yeah, no, it is. It's really, it's occupying me. <laughs> um, the one thing that I want to mention, have you watched uh, Triple H's entrances from recent WrestleManias? Uh, he always makes like a big theatrical thing when he comes I think I saw the, now. whatever, what did he fight Taker like three years ago? Yeah. I think I saw that He came out like a big throne, like covered yeah. in skulls. And he did one, it was his match against Sting, I think it may have been like two years ago, and he came out in like the like a Terminator costume and held a bunch oh, of like dismembered yeah. like T-180 heads. Yeah. This time he came out and it was like Stephanie like dressed like that with a bunch of like hanging skulls from it. Like it looked like oh. Rita Repulsa almost, a little bit like, ah! Uh, if you get the chance, you should check it out sometime. Wow. They're fucking... Triple H's entrances at WrestleMania are almost worth it at point. Like, this is so ridiculous. <laughs> like, why are you trying to out, like, glamour, like, Undertakers <laughs> over-the-top entrances? But not the best entrance at WrestleMania. <laughs> the best one goes to The New Day, 
mm-hmm. who are the the black tag team. Used to just be known as the black tag team. I read about it on Wikipedia. Yeah, where they they have made some joke about like bootios at some point. One of them made a joke about like a cereal they want to have about shaking their butts called bootios. So it like pans to WrestleMania like the stage and there's a, like a giant like I don't know probably like twenty four foot tall box of bootios and it dumps off to the side bunch of cereal comes out and then they come out of the box dressed like the ginyu force from dragon ball z oh wow with unicorn headbands on and one lives with the truck like burr, 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 burr. it's the wackiest. heels right no their faces oh okay. they used to be heels because everyone hated them and they just do it but now they've become so beloved they're just like ah, eh, just fucking making faces now they just keep doing the same shit let me see if i can find it on youtube because it's like the moment you see it, you're like what the fuck this is awesome and just retarded in the same way might be able to just call this the terry fast forward podcast <laughs> might as well terry why are you wrestling oh <laughs> uh, let me see new day co-op wrestlemania yeah wrestlemania entrance are you taking meetings at a criminal enterprise <laughs> uh there we go new day pops out of a giant box of bootio cereal Yeah. Oh, why is the box so racist? <laughs> oh, those are his teeth. Uh. A bunch of cereal comes out, and you're like, they can't possibly be all inside that box, can they? How did they not fall over? And then boom! <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then they all come out. Dressed like the Ginyu Force of Dragon Ball Z. With a unicorn headband. I mean, I guess Kofi Kingston's like, hey, I still have a job. <laughs> yeah, he's super... I think they're all excited, because this is them being like, I get to have... I have a personality that you didn't give me before when I was random black <laughs> wrestler who just had athletic entrances. Yeah, and one of the dudes has a trombone that they don't play in that clip. He just <laughs> Oh, wow. It's that like, sounds wow. like it was probably the most fun. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, it's the moment there. I'm like, oh, maybe I should start watching wrestling again. If this is the caliber of wrestlers we're getting now at tag teams. But now I saw that. I was like, that sounds just absolutely fucking absurd. Um, did you see at any point, I guess it was an April Fool's Day joke, but Taylor Swift had like some video of her on a treadmill. No. I don't know. I only saw it because I went onto like my YouTube app on my phone and it was like a promoted video at that one point. And it's a shot of her. It's clearly meant to just pull people in because it's like a, she's wearing like a sports bra top though that's just like the most impressive. Like it's like a regular one, but then there's like a second one. It's clearly just cut to like show her tits out. Oh, really? (laughs) And I'm like, what the fuck? I I can't comprehend why. It's not exactly leading the float on the tit parade either. No, but it's like such a weird angle on it. It's just like, why is this? Like, what practical use would that? And the entire video, from what I understand, I guess it's an April Fool's Day thing, because it's, like, her on a treadmill, and she starts, like, pounding it to, like, a rap song, and at the very end, she just, like, completely trips and fucking falls on her face. (laughs) So, I think it was just meant to be, like, something you could check out if you hated Taylor Swift. Write another song, like, Shake It Off. (laughs) (laughs) Write while Shake It Off! (laughs) Stop making bullshit. Um, I think, yeah, it's an April Fool's Day ad. But... Like it, you see, like that top. You're like, what's yeah. the second thing underneath? What's, yeah, what's the purpose of that? Except just to try like, and push her tits together. Yeah, yeah. She like, 
plays. It, she just starts doing it to a rap song. Luke. And it just keeps going. It's like, clearly, like, the stop where they put in a stunt double. And... Yeah, a stunt double. is like, I'll do this now. <clears throat> uh, like, I remember just seeing the hat, like, the video. I was like, what's that outfit going for? Right. That top's ridiculous. She sold out. You never thought it would, the day would come <laughs> where T-Swift sold out that much. <laughs> when T-Swizzle. I remember when she was just a young, idealistic girl talking about the dangers of being 19 and thinking, still thinking like you're 15. <laughs> that was Christopher's life. <laughs> she is, I think, my age. I think she might be a... Or no, she's a little younger than me. Yeah, whatever, like 1989 she was born. So she's yeah, right she's around. a little year younger than me. It was that great moment of Christopher doing math in the car. Like, no, she's much younger than me. She was born in, wait a minute, 1989. <laughs> I'm like taking off my socks. <laughs> taking your pants off. Like, I need one more. Yeah. To count. Uh, oh, right. Yeah, you're going to be. Terry's like, I told you that three times. Put your pants back on. <laughs> Stop it. You're supposed to be holding the map. So, wanted to bring up uh, a thought here. Uh, what would you say were your greatest, like, comedic influences growing up? Um... Growing up. Like, going at any point throughout, like, even when you were a kid, through being, like, a teenager, like, who would you say were, like, your ones, like, the comedic game? But, like, definitely the things you look at, you're like, oh, that was really, like, a big... I feel like Simpsons we can throw right out. Like, yeah. Is easily both of ours. Um, Probably my number one, almost. I remember seeing, like, some early George Carlin stuff when I was a kid, like, before he became political and it was more kind of, like, absurdist humor that I liked a lot. Like, you know, this just in from the National Waffles Committee. Fuck pancakes. I remember watching that special with you. You must have been high out of your mind. And I just, you laughing for, like, ten minutes straight. Yeah. Like, paused it, rewound that. It's it, still like, funny. Three it's a funny line, but it, it, it sticks in my mind more of, like, you could put it out of your mind being like, this just in from the National House of Pancakes. Fuck waffles. <laughs> this is even better than that SpongeBob Halloween episode. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> We're rewinding it. Like, Mikey, it's been four times now. Um, like, I remember seeing some Bill Cosby and thinking that was talent. Uh, you know, I forget how old You're I like, was. this guy looks like he could really rape a couple hundred chicks if he really wanted to. Yeah. Someday, you're going to really, like, <laughs> put up some, like, Sammy away. Sosa rape numbers. <laughs> yeah, you're really going to just knock it out of the park. People are going to be like, what was he <laughs> raping on average? Wow, <laughs> holy shit. A year? Even into his 50s? That's impressive. Good lord. You got Janice Dickinson even when he was in his 50s? Good for him. And then later on, it became, like, Dave Attell and uh, Patton Oswalt. Um, yeah, I don't, like, Simpsons is probably, like, the earliest thing I can think that was like comedy writing that I was like wow this is fucking like start to finish amazing see I, I can like pace a lot of the stuff out like definitely when I was younger I mean Simpsons is like the biggest one that's like the stuff I still quote every day to this day a huge one would be Conan O'Brien yeah because I remember quoting even just the way he talked like I, I every so often I'll like make jokes and like when you're like uh, I'm trying to think of a good way to describe it but you're like um, but like he'd actually bring up the punctuation he's saying as he's mm -hmm. saying it, stuff like that. I, I remember like doing it myself. I'm like, where did I start doing that from? And I heard Cohen do it. I'm like, oh, I must have picked it from him because there was at least two summers straight where Comedy Central used to just play old late night with Conan O'Brien. Oh, it was great. And like 
from like 12 till 2 or 12 till 3 and those were great like that's where I watched so many of them they had like the great bits like in the year 2000 I, I fucked myself over every single night in high school staying up till like 1 o'clock in the morning to watch watching yeah, yeah to watch especially at least the first part I couldn't miss because it would be uh, on my luckiest days it'd be a triumph the insult comic dog but yeah even on days, but then between that, it would be like, oh, and President Bill Clinton's here to talk about something, and the TV would drop down, and it'd be that picture of Bill Clinton yeah. with Robert Smigel's lips moving, like, oh, <laughs> mm, she got some sweet taters on her. I used to love whenever it's still one of the things that can like make me chuckle out, like because I don't laugh a lot when I'm alone. Like if I'm watching something that's funny, mm-hmm. I don't laugh out loud actually a lot. Like I still find it funny, I just actually chuckle. Conan stuff's one of the few that can actually make me do it. You used to have, like, the old celebrity survey bits where it'd be like, we sent this in for three people. And it'd always be like, uh, what uh, court case did you always find very interesting? And it'll be like, oh, yeah. oh Julia Roberts said Brown versus Board of Education. Uh, you know, so-and-so said, like, Tom Cruise said... Uh, Plessy versus Ferguson. Yeah, and then it's like, Larry King said Jesus versus Barabbas. And it's always, <laughs> like, always like, oh, what a great zinger. Really nailed it down on Boost, that. Boost, take that, you old fuck. <laughs> it was almost always... For a while, it was guaranteed there was always one old joke on Larry King and one fat joke on Christy Alley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, just completely, like, just zammed it in there. But if you go back even further... A lot of times they'd give it to Andy Richter to do, too. So it's even funnier, because he was fat. Yeah. Well, this, when I started watching it, he wasn't on the show anymore. So oh, okay. I only caught it usually when it was Conan on it. But yeah. I always loved those bits. That was such a sad day when he left. I, see, I and you knew I, that Andy Richter runs the universe was not going to last. No. And I feel like he had another show, too, that didn't He did. Anywhere. It also didn't go well. Yeah. But, oof. Uh, but no, if you go back even further, I, like, look back on, like, one of my biggest ones, I guess, when I was especially a kid, was Garfield. Garfield the Cat. Yeah. With those old, uh, like, uh... I guess they must still make them, but essentially like the printed collected volumes yeah. of like Garfield. Trips. Garfield weighs in. Yeah. And they were all just a fat joke. Like Garfield, large and in charge, Gap, Garfield on top of the world, and they'll be like his stomach on top of a towel rack. Like, mm-hmm. uh-oh. So like the same sort of thing. And people nowadays just shit all over Garfield. Like they're like, his character isn't funny. His cartoon strips are fucking hackney. And I like, I have to sit there and I'm like, is it that bad? Or am I just like, bravely holding on to like the one thing I enjoyed as a child like no Garfield's hilarious you guys are stupid I can tell you because uh when I'm trying to learn Spanish and one of the things just to kind of like mix it up is I've been reading Garfield comics in Spanish mm-hmm. like the recent ones <clears throat> they're not very good <laughs> no I'm and sometimes the Sunday ones which are like seven panels you sit through just to like get this one joke that's garbage it's like seven panels <laughs> it told you to tell that garbage story Seven panels for... Steph Odie, wake Garfield up from a nap? <laughs> I just feel like there had to have been good ones in there. I wish I still I had some of those old books, because yeah. I bet it still holds up. That's the thing. I'm like, do I go back to them and like, get disappointed if they suck? Because I remember loving to share them. It used to be like the, the deal with Pizza Hut, like reading challenge mm-hmm. or something like that. Where if you read which we both did, 30 cheated books, through it, yeah, thirty <laughs> books or something like that over the summer, then you got like a free personal pan pizza or something like that, and easily 
75 percent of the books were we just put down as garfield books and they don't really check it like as no. long as you just leave off garfield yeah, and put whatever like large and in charge wait by jay davis yeah by jay davis something like and you just keep you put like four of them in there or something like that it must not have been 30 books that, that i feel like we would have been caught like 20 <laughs> books by the same jay davis the same list all, as last year i'll have a lot of fat puns in the title That'd have been great if, like, they kept my list, and then when you tried to do it, they're like, uh, 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 like, I just shit, I burned that bridge for you. <laughs> I'm like, no more Garfields are going to be accepted. I'm like, all right, well, uh, this Beyond <laughs> has some pretty good ones. Like, no, Foxtrot doesn't count either. Like, damn it, damn it. And no Mother Goose and Grimsby. I'm like, those sucked. I kind of liked them. Uh, they're huge. I, uh, Garfield and Foxtrot were the only comics I remember really enjoying. Mm-hmm. Peanuts, I guess I kind of liked, but that was mostly from the show, cartoon, yeah. or like the animated cartoons. But yeah, it was it was easily easily half the list had to be basically car, uh, cartoon book, like, yeah. yeah, comic books. Far Side, I did a lot too. And I try to think, I'm like, did I actually even read any real books during that that we put on that list, or did we just have to make some up? Because I know Mom was definitely like, oh, we're getting this pan pizza. I think there was always one real book because mom would always make you buy one real book, like yeah. at the beginning of the summer. I must have. I probably read actually some R.L. Stein and shit like that. Yeah. I, I know I used to be huge into those choose your own adventures. Yeah, this is actually a weird. Thing. I hadn't but then about cheating this. and like not actually starting over. You're like, yeah, oh, I'll just I, go like, back a couple pages. I read it once, and uh, that's yeah, that's pretty much it. I, I got to one good ending. I don't need to see the other paths. <laughs> After you cheated your way out of three bad endings, like why did it take my finger off the yeah. page? So. Yeah, that's the thing. Like you go to the page. And you just read the last, if it's, if it ends with the end, you're like, all right, well, I didn't, I didn't stop the gargoyles, I know. <laughs> I didn't stop them by choosing to go left or right. So, so. I guess that giant spider didn't take me to the, <laughs> the door I needed to get to. <laughs> I guess he was really as shady as he first insinuously appeared. I guess the spider queen couldn't be trusted. <laughs> but I remember... She was royalty. <laughs> the first time I ever did one, it was with you and Terry. We were in the basement. In the dark, I guess Terry wanted to be scary. It was like the three of us on, I think, your bed at the time going through it, and you let us pick which choices we went through. And I'm pretty sure Terry was the one who's like, keep a finger on the page. Yeah. I'm not going back through this. We're getting through the end. That was definitely Terry's idea. But if you did it the real way once, you're like, oh, this sucks oh, so it's much. You have to go through it over and over again, but I fucking love those books. I love yeah. like Choose Your Own Adventure. Those are fun. They have shit. to make them for adults. I don't, I don't even need them necessarily for adults. I'm sure I can go through a kid's book and still get some of the same fun out of it, right? Yeah. A lot of the choices were random. Like, there yeah. was a lot of times where it was like, go left or go right. Like, well, you went left. Sorry, that's a spider monster. Like, oh. In the graveyard. How did I turn left and just suddenly find it? Right was the candy store. Oh, I would have been so fine if I went there. Also run by giant spiders. But those ones are nice. Yeah. Unless you ask for taffy. Did you ask for taffy? Oh, you did? Go to page six. It's not the end. I hate taffy, too. I don't don't know why. why. What was the other choice? Mike and I heard of good punnies. Why would I want to take that? That's a copyright, too. You can't use those. (laughs) I'm writing a letter. (laughs) Dear R.L. Dear whoever makes bullshit candy. Do you know? Are you aware that R.L. Stein's... (laughs) she makes them actually <laughs> that's all i put on the envelope dear yeah. <laughs> to whoever makes bullshit candy and it still gets to hershey they're like oh, oh another one of these how did this let me guess about good and plenty <laughs> somebody likes them look i don't know who but somebody loves this stupid licorice candies <laughs> with all their fun colors of magenta and white and other shades that's of it. white <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, really that's it Maybe one that the colors get mixed together so it's a slightly brighter form of magenta. A slightly more whited out version of it. Dull, a more muted magenta. 
The, his intern's like, you mean pink? No. No, that's different. They have, Mike and Ike's making a new strawberry flavor. They have the rights to <laughs> the pink colors of that. We're just white and magenta. Because no white fruits. Uh, yeah, I know. I should look into getting some of those old, like, choose your own adventure books. I don't want an adult one to be like. What else like do you have Amazon Prime for? I mean. <laughs> like a Game of Thrones choose your own adventure. Like, oh, how, that has to be like. Which is pretty much what those. Kind of, well, I guess not so much those Telltale whatever stories. The Telltale one's a little bit different because it all ends the same way. Like, oh. You can't you can't lose the Telltale adventure game <laughs> aside from like dying in a cinematic or something yeah. like that. In which case they just restart you immediately. I guess it's kind of like a cheap venture, but instead of having like seven different good endings, it's like seventeen different variants of the same good ending. Mm. Basically, um, I wonder what like an adult one, like a Game of Thrones choose your own adventure would. It'd be so much. It'd be like. Like a hundred different endings, and I have to imagine there's like one good one. The rest of you just get you getting killed in various ways because yeah. you made really shitty choices. Some bad alliances. Yeah, it's like so you've run up to you've you've encountered two men who are asking for your allegiance. One is a Bolt, and then one is a Frey. Which one do you pick? Like, oh, ooh, this yikes. is well, which, which Frey? Lame Lothar. Uh. <laughs> I'm like, well, the Boltons are just insinuous through and through, right? I only know two, but they're both just the. I worst. think they're the only two. <laughs> yeah, like I haven't met another Bolton. I would be like, well, do you trust Varys or do you trust Littlefinger? Like, I don't trust a guy without a penis. <laughs> <laughs> Can I really trust either of them? Like, somehow you, I go to both pages. Like, you still got fucked over. <laughs> hey, that's it. It's a Game of Thrones. It's usually an adventure. You were an highborn from the beginning, so you kind of host. still got sent to the rapiest castle on the wall. <laughs> this is so unfair. Rape by the sea. This is... That. I feel like you're just enforcing it at that point. <laughs> you're so undermanned. Why are you? Why are you staffing this castle? Yeah, why are you trying to make this a thing? This seems so, so poor planning. <laughs> is Alistair Thorne not going to stop this? Is Sir Alistair not going to help me out here? <laughs> Sir Alistair, that's what he loves. When you beg and sound yeah. like a girl, like Alistair, hey, Alistair, can you stop me? Some of these guys are being kind of mean. To Alice, us. help me. <laughs> They're like, aren't you one of the stable boys? Yeah. And I'm also the lead archer. No, you're not. No, you're not. I saw you in the archie. Right? <laughs> yeah, lead archer. <laughs> I figure if no one else has the title, why don't I just give myself one? I thought that giving myself a fun nickname would be kind of cool, too. I'm thinking about Shawnee Boy. You like that? <laughs> Stop calling me Shawnee Boy. I might end up fulfilling the role like, yeah. by not arching ever or practicing. Yeah, like, well, I feel like we're going to scare more of the wildlings that I tell them the lead archer is watching over the wall at this point rather than telling them it's the stable boy. It's down here. <laughs> he lost his glasses. <laughs> lost his glasses. <laughs> can't, can't see anything. I'm like, is that a mountain moving? Nah, I'm sure it's fine. Are you pooping in the, the chicken pot again? <laughs> I'm like... It's like it's more than just losing Ooh. glasses would had to lead to this. Heated toilet seat. Nice. Mm, this is nice. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Sir Alistair was so hungry. <laughs> so so bad. You know how hard it is to get fresh carrots up here? <laughs> <laughs> you just pooped on all of them. Well, if it helps, I still have a little bit more to go. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, not done yet. <laughs> if it helps, that pot's a lot closer to being full now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah if it helps, we got Enough, definitely, for a couple of <laughs> You're welcome. We can put some more in the storage room, freeze it in that big uh, fridge underneath the castle. We're pretty good for a while. Yeah. You know, you're not going to enjoy the taste of it, but hey, we all have to go through some things up here. Anyway, I don't, do you have any non-poop-covered vegetable stew for me, though? At the next, like, night command. Do you have any like, mutton for me? <laughs> at the next, mutton. Uh, you mutton. think there's mutton up here? <laughs> at the next, oh. For the lead archer. 
the next like Lord Commander watch me election. You're like, hey, what about all my uh, my daps for <laughs> supplying you guys with <laughs> with giving you guys food for the winter? What about my daps? <laughs> Where are my daps? I demand daps. Hey, Samo, you fat sack of shit! Why don't you throw a couple votes my way? Where are my daps? <laughs> my mad daps! Come on, you big old fat I mean, sack of nothing. I, I made hot dinners for everyone for weeks. You dumb old fools. <laughs> I mean, I'm not eating that, but... Yeah, that's disgusting. Ew. But the rest of you, you can eat, like, kings. Dig well, in. <laughs> I mean, I don't know a lot of kings that eat poop, but if there were... I wouldn't let it get cold. Yeah. It's definitely not going to make it easier. <laughs> it's definitely going to make it a lot more noticeable. You're going to have to chew a lot more, which I don't think you're going to want to do. Yeah, you want hot shit. Don't... Yeah. I mean, if you eat it cold, I still expect my daps. Yeah, I'm st- daps either way. <laughs> really, Mad daps around. really pulling through. Daps all around. You get elected. Daps all around. <laughs> daps all around, everybody. Really coming through on this one. Oh. Alright, anything you want to bring up? So, uh, I was... I serve at Cracker Barrel. Okay. Part-time. Uh, I had a table with three older dudes, two older women. And I was going out and the one waitress that's been there a while that trained me was like, oh yeah, they're great. They're, I mean, they're a little fussy about their order, but they're so nice. You'll love them. I go out. Uh, I come back with their waters. I go to put it down. The glass immediately falls off the tray and lands on the one lady. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> and she's like, Oh, it's so cold! <laughs> oh my god, this was like the moment I was waiting for when you started working at a restaurant as a server. Glass falls on the floor, shatters. It's loud. Everyone looks over. I apologize a thousand times. I'm so, so sorry. So, 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 so sorry. <laughs> I go back, get the next tray of drinks, come back. Glass falls over on the other lady, the second lady at the table. <laughs> Two ladies at this table, I hit them both. Both, all three of the guys are fine. <laughs> she does the same thing, like, why? What do I do? It's so cold. I, I, like, I... I, this is exactly what I said. I don't even know how to begin to apologize for this. At that point, do the, do the guys just stand? We'll just take the tray from me. We'll put the waters down. Uh, kind of. From then on, from then on, like the general rule is never put the tray down. Yeah. You're always expected to just balance it and take it off. This is like the one table's like, I'm just going to put the tray down over here so that doesn't happen again. Because the one guy's like, I was going to order coffee, I think I'll just stick with water. (laughs) Oh, please tell me they tipped super poopy, too. No, they tipped, I mean, old people don't know how to tip. So it was like the average, like, two bucks for each person. Which for, like, a $70 bill is kind of like, mm-hmm. But you really couldn't do that after you're like, well, I did spill water on two of them. So we we offer them all free dessert. Uh, they take it's at, the rest of it's pretty friendly. They kind of joke around a little bit too, um, but apparently I give them their bill and they go to like the front desk and they're like, "That dickhead spilled two glasses of water on us, and you still charged us for this meal." That's <laughs> when like a manager comes up like Mike. No, he's the one that offered the free dessert. Like, uh, I don't have that kind of authority. <laughs> you were just like, I'll give you guys 
history to say. No, I, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> a manager had to do that. And he's like, really? What did, I mean, you specifically said free dessert, not free meal. Why did they... <laughs> it was... And pretty much like that night, I was like, yeah, I need to quit this job. This is... <laughs> So what, like, was it just that hard to balance it? I don't know. I think I just leaned forward too much, and I think the second time I was just so nervous. Because I haven't done it since. I've, like, I spilled one other glass, but it wasn't on a person. It was just, like, walking back to the dish room. And that's the only other time I've dropped anything, really. Yeah. So, I, yeah, the first time I think it was just me, like, leaning, you know, I, you know how... You're so tall. And, and my hand-eye coordination's just always been so stellar. So st- yeah. <laughs> As many a gym teacher's and dad can Yeah, where's it. my daps? I'm <laughs> And I think the second time I was just nervous because I was like tense the entire time. Like, oh my God, I can't believe I... Right after that girl's like, oh, they're my favorite customers. They're real sweethearts. They're the best. By the way, I haven't run into her again since then. They're really the only ones who keep this place in business. I've seen her a few times and I'm tempted, like, I don't know if she'll find this funny. (laughs) I'm sure she would have had to have heard about it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And she she hasn't mentioned it to me. So, like, every, I feel like every time they come back now, she has to just be like, don't worry, that monster won't come anywhere near you. I think they only come in Sunday, so they might be there tonight. Oh, God. This was about two weeks ago. I've been sitting on this. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just, like, the notion that it's just both of them landed right on the women. The two women. Like, the guys would have been like, that sucks. I mean, one guy was in an electric wheelchair. I'm glad it didn't land yeah, on him. Yeah, that would have been pretty rough. Like, right on, it starts sparking. Like, shoots, <laughs> like, starts, like, like the wheelchair's me, like, must kill people. <laughs> the wheelchair just starts throwing it through the table, like, through, like, nothing but meatloaf dinners and chicken pot pies in his face. Like, why, Michael, why? <laughs> oh, I'm diabetic, no! <laughs> it just goes immediately into the hot punch Sunday. <laughs> it's just you'd be like, I don't know if this is an opportune time to mention this, but my wages are dependent on tips so even though your service may not be great i hope you don't take it against the poor boy trying to save up money for stroke i mean mom. uh my stroke mom <laughs> my stroke mom yeah, here's that's... a picture of my stroke mom that's <laughs> your dog that was a picture mom. She's, a, she's a yeah she's a rescue dog too so. i spill the water on the chair and it's immediately like there's no strings on me <laughs> <You're> like, <"Uh-oh." laughs> that can't be good yeah like is this gonna be wacky ultron or is this just trailers intimidating ultron? <laughs> or lonely ultron <laughs> yeah i'm sad or is it just the murderous Ultron for the trial? <laughs> Hope. I think I'll take that from you first. It's like, like a little robot hand comes up and knocks into the glass of water. It's an old woman. Shut up! That big-nosed pelican of a fucking raider! Those eyes like, I can't do it a third time. Or they're definitely going to think I'm doing it in tight. <laughs> oh, man. We're like an 18-year-old girl that also waitresses there. Like, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah she like, she's like walking up like, Michael, do you need help? I've been there, too. Well, it's pretty regular because it's so many women working there. At least once a shift, like, there's one of them's, like, crying somewhere, like, in a corner. Oh, really? Yeah. That, it's that bad? It's just, like... Yeah. Also, I didn't realize it, um... I don't know if it's everywhere. I feel like it's probably everywhere. Like, managers really feel like they have to, like, treat, like, surfers like dogs. Like, yeah, you really gotta stay on them or else they'll just fuck off and do their own thing. It's not like it's a job where... It's not like you're, like, at an office where it's, like, I have to make sure you're not just dicking around the internet or goofing around. Like, it's, like, what can you do? Like, you're constantly with tables. I don't know. I get... I think... Do they think it's just, like, waiting or still waiting the movie or whatever where you're just, like, oh, you're going to go in the back and joke around with our Dane Cook. Take your dick out. Take your dick out and wait for me in the freezer. Yeah, like, your Dane Cook, like, hilarious shoe chef. You're not giving me the goat. Mm -mm, No so, Ray. I'm going to stound you like a dog all day to make sure it doesn't happen. 
I don't know. My theory is that they get it be on you like white on rice. By the way, we don't have rice today. You have to let everybody know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. My theory is maybe because they pay you so little that it changes the dynamic. Like I don't have to treat you like people yeah, anymore. That's, that's like I guess that's why I've never wanted to work at a res- like a, in a restaurant setting before. Because also the only time I worked in a restaurant setting of any sort was when I worked in that food, <laughs> food central at Target, which I just hated too. Like, yeah. Every fire of my being, like it's. Kind of like getting people's food's not something I enjoy. Period. Mm-hmm. Especially when you work at a place where it's like, oh, we're make we're giving you shit too. Mm-hmm. Like I never worked at a fast food restaurant, and I would never want like a kid of mine to work at a fast food restaurant. I'd be like, I'll we'll find something better. Yeah. Like there's got to be a retail store or something like that because I just hate getting people's food and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's never enjoyable. Yeah. Because that's. Can you think of anything else in the world people bitch more about if there's something even slightly off about it than their food? No. Because I think maybe haircuts, maybe the only thing I'd be like yeah. more irritating to have to work with. But like, I think people like haircuts, like you have to go to at least a school for that. Like you can't just start cutting hair out of nothing usually. Every time someone's like, because the standard meal always comes with either biscuits or cornbread, which already like pre-made. All you have to do is pick them up, put them on a plate. But at least like once a day, someone's like, oh, you can I substitute that for sourdough bread? And every time they do it, like, I want to just rub my dick across your entire meal before I bring it back. <laughs> it's like, now I got to get that out of the bag. I got to toast it. I got to make sure I toast it at the right time because God forbid it comes cold and I'll hear about that. Yeah. Like, that's, I can't understand. It's almost maybe the next time we have Sean here to ask him, like, how it is, like, working in the kitchen. Because yeah. I can't, like, I've read manga that are based on, like, working in kitchens and things like that. And they always talk about how stressful it is to be constantly, like, managing, like, six meals at the same time, like, for different tables. Like, mm-hmm. to constantly comprehend, like, all right, we need to start working on the, the you know, the sauce for this. But yeah. The pasta will be done for that table in two seconds. But I need to make sure it stays warm because the, the steak that's coming out for that table as well is not going to be done for another two minutes. But like, it's just a heat lamp, so it's not, like, it, it's, it's a taxing, too. It yeah. doesn't just keep it warm. It dries it out, too. Yeah, it makes it start getting dry and shit like that. And I'm just like, I can't even comprehend, like, an enjoyment working at that. Like, I, I can see the fun in cooking mm-hmm. and, like, learning great meals and, like, having that for your family. But I, I just cannot fathom wanting to work in a restaurant. No. And the other thing that, like, I brought, you know, every glass of water comes with a lemon slice in it and we drop lemon slices on old ladies oh my eyes my eyes my eyes you get no daps no daps (laughs) you're like but tips daps but tips and uh we were out of lemon slices so i just brought this guy out a bottle uh like the glass of water with no lemon and he's like oh can i get some lemon in this i was like oh sure i'll grab you a slice of lemon he's like because you know it's supposed to come with lemon right that's so douchey. I, like, who would do that? I'm like, is that? Oh, really? Is that how you have your glass of water at home? You, you giant it, dickhead! You slice a piece of lemon up. Yeah, when you pour it right out of the faucet, does a lemon slice just fall out of the faucet when you're done too? Slice itself right onto the side of its fucking drink because that's how you get it. It's crazy. How, like, you need some to have a, t- a drop of lemon in your fucking water. For some reason, at Cracker Barrel, anytime people order eggs, you get an orange slice with it, and I'll get people that are like, "Where's my fucking orange slice?" <laughs> like, <laughs> is it always at that ad? Like, I can't. A lot of times, yeah. It's it's really I like... I guess because Cracker Barrel's a lot of old people, though. Old people and rednecks. So you're going to get a lot of shitty, like, old people who are just like, I'm old. Like, I served in war. Fuck you. I want my orange slice. The old's not as bad. It's the rednecks that are like... And those are still the people that like, yeah, whatever. We had a $50 bill. Here's three bucks. Like, okay. Yeah. And they'll probably do that for everybody, I imagine. Yeah. So this is going to be the triumphant end of Mikey's brief affair barrel. Uh, by the time I quit, I'll probably turn in my two-week notice in, like, the next few days. 
So by the end of April, yeah, three months. That's that's longer than I thought. I I am still. Oh really? <laughs> I I am still a little upset. I never got in there once to like watch, like catch you on shift and just be. And then because I, I thought I'd be like the one. I thought I'd be the odd one out being like that guy who's like, "Where's my lemon slice? <laughs> run, Nancy, run!" <laughs> They weird that, that guy, you know my name. It's weird. That guy that looks like he's really riding your dick. Hurry up! I want my sourdough bread! <laughs> Papa Nickel! <laughs> hey, your evil doppelganger seems to really be giving you the business. Whatever happened, you, you were telling me a story that there was a guy who wanted turkey, but you were all out of turkey, and he's like, all right, well, here's the thing. You guys better call somebody because I'm getting turkey from. Yeah, right there. this old guy because I guess Thursday nights like they always have like some special meal every night, and Thursday's like the turkey and cranberry sauce, and he's, I mean, to, it was like eight o'clock at night, and he's like, "What do you mean you're out?" I was like, "No, they're out. They told us no more turkey like an hour ago." He's like, "Why don't you go back and check to see if there's more turkey?" I was like, "Yeah, it's. I mean, that came straight from manager. No more turkey." He's like, "So if I look on all these other people's plates, there's not going to be any turkey." I was like, no, there's not going to be, because we ran out an hour ago. Go ahead. Why don't you walk around and look at everybody's plate and see if they have turkey? Is that what he told you or is that what you told him? No, he told me that. He's like, so if I walk around and look at all these other people's plates, there's not going to be turkey on it? I was like, no. What's he thinking? Is he thinking you're just, you're fucking with him? Yeah, I guess. I don't know what else. Because there's still a hot turkey, like, open-faced sandwich you can get. There's still other turkey options. Yeah. It's just this, what, particular kind of turkey, I guess? Like, yeah, it's just, the, I guess he goes there every Thursday. Turkey slices, I guess. Like a yeah, sliced day. turkey. And it comes with, like, a cranberry dressing and, like, whatever, like a stuffing of some variety. Well, can't you just, like, can't you just go in the back of the turkey open-faced sandwich, just take a bread off and pour the cranberry sauce on top and be like here you go you old fuck somebody could him i'm not <laughs> what like what so the whole time he's like well maybe you can go check with your manager if i can if there's maybe some more turkey in the back i was like <laughs> like yeah no we'll just open our special extra reserves turkey yeah. normally we keep it in case the wildlings come yeah <laughs> it's like, you know in case the white walkers come we had to hold up in case the winter. long winter hits <laughs> yeah we usually keep it for that but you clearly deserve it more he calls me a us. summer baby <laughs> <laughs> he's like oh you sweet child of summer give me my goddamn turkey <laughs> and he's like can't you check with the manager i was like i'll check with the manager well, while I'm gone, you look at the menu and figure out something else just in case there's not turkey, which is a very good possibility. I go back. I was like, that guy's furious. There's no turkey. He's like, ah. And he go, the manager goes back. And he's like, fine. Tell him there's turkey. Don't tell anybody else there's turkey. That's it. Just this guy. And the guy temper tantrumed his way into getting turkey. Where did very, they get the turkey from? They have a bunch of it in the freezer, but I'm sure their idea is saving some for next Thursday. Like, there's quota, there's quotas that, like, we'll use this much, and then at a certain point, we're not using it anymore. Oh, yeah. Because so. I guess, yes, it's in the freezer. He's got to defrost it. Oh, that's got to be a pain in the ass. You have to defrost turkey, then I presume still cook it. I guess. I don't know. Or at least heat it up so it's yeah. warm. Something. I'm sure there's a reason that they don't... It's not just like, oh, we'll deprive them of turkey. Yeah. And then the White Walkers will get here. <laughs> They'll be completely fucked. Yeah. <laughs> that you, turkey just, you see, like, you look in his eyes, you're like, your eyes are ice blue. <laughs> <laughs> Take this, you poor water. My electric wheelchair. No strings on me, no strings on me. <laughs> you're like, don't forget to. <laughs> Dobson, to. 